0: Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of writers and thinkers. I'm Jessica Hollinger, and I have a little bit of a confession to make. I am a murderino. Oh man, that felt really good to get off my chest. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry, you don't know what a murderino is? Okay, well, don't worry, you're probably not alone in that one. The Oxford Dictionary doesn't seem to know about it either. But if it were in the dictionary, here's how the definition should read. Murderino, noun, person with a borderline obsessive interest in true crime and the specific nature and details of disturbing murders. The fact is, I have always been a murderino. I remember being riveted as a kid by true crime shows like Unsolved Mysteries. I researched the Manson murders, I devoured in cold blood, and I always had this nagging feeling that I was a little bit weird. But then I started listening to the My Favorite Murder podcast, and I realized that actually, I'm not alone. In fact, murderinos, we are everywhere. My Favorite Murder launched in January 2016, and it quickly became a sleeper hit. It's hosted by two California comedians and fellow murderinos, Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. In every episode, the girls pick a murder they're intrigued by and talk about it for about an hour. Since its launch, the show has been a staple at the top of the iTunes comedy podcast chart. Yeah, you heard me right. I definitely said comedy. And it's also spawned a loyal following of rabid listeners who churn out fan art and share their hometown murders and basically proselytize about the show. The success maybe shouldn't be all that surprising, considering the recent surge in popularity of all things true crime. Think serial and making a murderer. But many of these true crime hits right now are highbrow examples of, quote, impact seeking investigative storytelling, end quote. My favorite murder is definitely not that. It is lowbrow and proud. The show is recorded in George's living room. Her cats can often be heard meowing in the background. Alice. You want a cookie? It's also not particularly plot-driven, or, for that matter, fact-driven. When Karen and Georgia talk about their favorite murders, they're usually reading directly from a Wikipedia page and adding their own quippy commentary. Accuracy isn't really their thing. As Karen said in episode 15, If you need to know (laughs) factual shit, go ahead and log on to (laughs) CNN.com. So, why do I listen? In short this show is absolutely hilarious here's a quick example of the kind of humor that my favorite murder serves up hi welcome to my favorite murder the hometown mini edition in one episode the girls hear the story of a woman who found out about a murderer that had been lurking in the woods near her house the solution as suggested by georgia chop down all the woods am i wrong (laughs) yes (laughs) That kind of playful humor carries through to the show's catchphrase, which is repeated at the end of every episode as a kind of murderino mantra. Stay sexy. Stay sexy, Stay sexy don't get murdered. and don't get murdered. My favorite murder regularly has me in stitches, laughing so hard that I am crying. Which is weird, right? It's a show about murder. Real lives that have been lost at the hands of deranged psychopaths. Murder is awful and scary. But here's the thing. It's also really common. We all know people are killing other people all the time, and that we too could be murdered at any moment. But we have to carry on living our lives without being paralyzed by fear. We do this by talking about murder, with family and friends, maybe over dinner or drinks or online forums. Maybe we're casual about it, or maybe we are verging on obsessive. But we don't always care about the facts of the story or things like who was where at what specific time. Instead, we want to indulge in the horror of these murders and become engrossed in the awful details, shake our heads in disbelief, and, well, ultimately, we're looking for parallels in our own lives. This, by the way, doesn't make us morbid. Experts say that our collective fascination with true crime isn't so much about death as it is about our own attraction to spectacle— We're drawn to these events for the same reason that we crane our necks at the scene of an accident. Georgia, one of the show's hosts, has said numerous times on the show that she suffers from anxiety and insomnia and a lifelong fear of actually being murdered herself. For her, it seems like talking about murder is a coping mechanism, and that's pretty much what's recommended. Mental health experts say that the best way to overcome your fears is to first identify them and then talk about them. But the other way to deal with the many horrifying brutalities of life is to laugh. Looking at murder through the lens of humor lets us acknowledge it without becoming utterly, terribly depressed by it. This is what My Favorite Murder gives us permission to do. And there's something else this show does. It's spreading awareness about how to stay sexy and not get murdered, especially if you're a woman. One of the show's quotes that resonated most with listeners and with me is fuck politeness. In other words, you do not have to do something that makes you uncomfortable just to appease someone else. Don't open your door for a stranger, don't stop to give directions, and don't offer someone a ride if it doesn't feel comfortable. In other words, just trust your instincts and don't feel bad about it. There are an awful lot of bad people out there, no doubt. And sure, you could be strangled in your sleep by an intruder tonight, but that's the brutal truth of life anything can happen. We can't live in fear forever. The best that you can do is take precautions, trust your instincts, and laugh as often as you can. Stay sexy, murderinos. And that does it for this episode of 7 Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. As a thank you for listening to this episode, we would like to offer you four totally free non-commitment issues of The Week magazine. To get those, visit theweek.com slash for free. I'm Jessica Hollinger and thank you so much for listening.